Hey guys, welcome in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. We're kind of an intro and a show before the show all at the same point in time today. Getting ready for a big Friday show. Um, if you're not watching us yet or let people know, um, it's kind of one of those things, unfortunately, that what we have going on right now is we're not on all of our platforms. The biggest one, for whatever reason, is Facebook. And there's no bans. There's no problems on our side. It's interesting that all of a sudden Facebook is gone on our Antarctica show. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> sounds very, very strange. Cancel that. We get into all the topics. We cover every side of every story that we possibly can. We bring you the stories we can. We have a ton of experience on this show. Uh, we put a lot of work into finding the best guest and getting the best information out there. All kinds of things. But allegedly, we're not on um facebook today um i i don't know what's alex gonna are we putting that back up then later i guess I, we, i'm assuming so we're gonna have to okay re -upload. so you can jump in and still um and lizzie will be taking care of that um you can jump in on rumble and youtube we have a lot of people jumping in on rumble right now we appreciate that because we have a big show big show coming up here we're going to talk with john moore jr moore the liberty man on all things Antarctica here in just a second. We're going to jump right into that. Um, also, uh, coming up in the 9 o'clock hour, you want to miss Kelly Mano, the Mandela Effect. That's what we do on Fridays, the free-for-all, conspiracy theory, paranormal, out-of-normal uh, talk Fridays. They're our most popular shows, and for whatever reason, we're not on Facebook today. Makes you wonder. Did I already bring up the Antarctica deal yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. That was I was being sarcastic. <laughs> Hmm, why aren't we on it's not where and there's no problems on our end? Oh yeah, it's just down today. Oh, okay, gotcha. Anyway, I'm glad people care about us enough. We want to be relevant, and that's what we try to do here uh at Cancel This. I'm Vic Faust, Lizzie Sparks joining us here in just a second. Pro Joe running the boards. Got John Moore coming up right here in a second. Um, we were gonna do a um it was as a look live. So basically what we did is we taped this interview. That's why we were able to promote it as well as we did. But now best laid plans get all f f fudge up fudged up <laughs> anyway so we taped it and it is an amazing interview uh it's a little thing but i like things to be perfect and timed out and that's the news background <laughs> maybe a little ocd i don't know anyway uh it is a friday we hope you have fun okay here's what we're gonna do we're gonna jump right into it um, Joe, you just let me know when we have it ready to go because we're on the run. I was trying to give time for everybody to jump in um, to make sure that everybody can see the beginning of the interview, that they can see everything with um, our incredible guest. Oh, you've already got it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to do it this way. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, look at me. There we go. Right. Vic's talking, but we don't see his mouth moving. Um, yeah, we're, we appreciate everybody jumping in. Um, I don't know what we'll be able to do with the chat line, but, uh, you know, Lizzie's in Gulf Shores, but we taped this interview. This here um, is John Moore. We're going to talk with him in, in just a second. Everything Antarctica, what's going on there from how it began, uh, just a very fascinating uh, update on everything that's going on there. We're posting, okay, I was just told we're posting on Facebook. Um, What's that, the website link? What does he mean by that? It means he's going to post the website link, so hopefully everybody clicks on it to go to other streaming platforms. Okay, well, we'll do that. It's a Friday. Uh, let's see here. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got to get started because we have, we'll do this and we got Kelly Man- Mano coming up and we don't want to miss Kelly. The Nel- the uh, Mandela effect, it's fascinating. Do you know, I'm just, do you even know what that is by chance when I, I say that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for- I knew it, but I forgot about it. It's like you think something happened and or media or just general life makes you believe that something is true, but it's really not. And we have several examples of this coming up. And um, we're just going to jump you into this. Go ahead, like, subscribe, share the show. Let people know about Rumble. Let people know about uh, YouTube. You can jump on these platforms, get everything up and running. And because uh, we want everybody to see this show that's coming up. So um, I guess let's go ahead because we got 49. Yeah, we got to get moving on this. So anyway, um, without further ado, here is... Uh, John Moore, J.R. Moore, and our interview, uh, an insight into Antarctica. Hey guys, welcome back into Cancel This Show, cancelthisshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe. It's a Friday. It's a free-for-all Friday. We got a packed show, as we've been talking about. Coming up in our nine o'clock hour, we've got our good friend Kelly Mano is so excited. Back on back in studio. We'll 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 let her know uh if we've picked up any of her what three and a half million followers. Right, hope so. <laughs> we need some of hers. Any of that, but we love Kelly. She's now joining us every other Friday, as busy as she is, and we have to tell her to stay off the rock pile in Francis Hall. Yeah, tell her to stay on. We've already talked to people about that place glowing. Uh, but again, I could, tell, I could spend a lot of time talking about that. <laughs> yes. And we will. Yes. And as you can see who we have on our show right now, it is John Moore. Some people may know him as J.R. Moore, uh, simply known as the Liberty Man. And uh, libertyman.com is where you can find his information. That is his website. You guys know how jacked I am about this to talk about um, anything Antarctica. I've been talking about it for seven months since we've been on air. We needed an expert. Well, we found an expert and we've got somebody um, who's very well versed in a lot of things that people have no idea about. And go figure, he's in the show me state as well, in the state of Missouri. John, thanks for taking time to join us today on canceltheshow.com. Vic, good to be with you. Thank you. Okay. Um, we found you. Um, to talk about Antarctica, but I'm sure we'll get into some other things as well. When somebody hears Antarctica, most people and most Americans, because our attention spans are so small and we, we get caught up in our everyday life, it's like Antarctica so far away, whatever, conspiracy theory, people, whatever, that's what we do on Fridays. Well, I think there's a whole lot more to this. So if you could, have, first of all, let our listeners and our viewers know all around the country who you are and how you got into the knowledge that you did. Okay, thank you. Um, I graduated from military intelligence school as an intelligence analyst the summer of 1967, was uh, sent to Vietnam shortly thereafter where I went there as a young 20-year-old, only uh, 15 months out of high school. I came back a man. Uh, I learned a lot about uh, human behavior, about how this country works, about how the world works, and what to trust and what not to trust. Uh, Leaving the Army, I became, uh, I graduated college as a paralegal, and shortly after that became a homicide detective, which is what I spent most of my adult life doing, investigating crimes, including homicides, as a defense investigator. I became a full-time talk show host about 10 years ago, and quite frankly, Vic, I would much rather do this than work on murder cases. I bet, yes. Well, it's, you know, movies and and TV shows, uh, they investigate the murder, and it's all over in 90 minutes. Typical police investigation of homicide is uh, two to four weeks. For the defense investigator, which is what I was, it's a year of my life. And uh, 
so I, I've done that. Got you know, as I say, done that. Got the T-shirt. So I'm really pleased to be a radio talk show host full time these days. And uh, you reached out to me about the Antarctic. Uh, it's been an interest of mine for probably 20 plus years for a number of reasons. Uh, and uh, it's there's a lot of interesting aspects of this. Uh, one is uh, something anybody can do that's got a PC is uh, use Google Earth. Uh, you've probably used Google Earth, Vic, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. It's like flying an airplane, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, well it is. It is. It. Yeah. If you fly the Google Earth airplane over the Antarctic, you'll find that hundreds of square miles are blocked out. Now, they obviously don't want us to, don't want us to see the penguins copulating. That could, what other reason could there be? Of course. Yes, of course. that's all it is, I'm sure. Of course. Um, when Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, he had charts that were copies of ancient charts, very ancient charts, that showed the Antarctic with no ice. Those same charts, which still exist, by the way, mm. were used by the U.S. Navy at the end of World War II. They had technology that allowed them to penetrate through the ice and find out where the dirt stopped and where the water began. They found that those charts that Columbus had were more accurate than what they had. Now, uh, there's been a mile of ice on the Antarctic for thousands of years. We don't know, at least I don't know how many thousands, but... Um, there's been a lot going on there, especially since the 1930s. Uh, the German government announced that they were sending expeditions to the Antarctic in the early to mid-1930s. They invited Admiral Byrd to go with them. Admiral Byrd had already been there. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask you about Admiral Byrd. Well, he turned him down, but he went back at the end of World War II. And he, uh, it was, quote-unquote, uh, a scientific expedition, Operation High Jump. Now, why in the world would the U.S. Navy take a aircraft carrier and a destroyer and other ships on a research scientific expedition. Obviously, they were going to war. They went down there to finish off the Third Reich. They came back with a bloody nose. They still won't release. It's still classified how many planes were shot down, how many men died, but they didn't go back. They, they got their butts beat down there. And Admiral Byrd gave uh, a, a TV interview shortly after that where he he didn't tell exactly what happened, but he he kind of uh, made inferential reference to things that uh, are very dangerous in both the North Pole and the South Pole. Uh, moving on from there, um, what the Germans called their, their base down there was New Schwabenland. And, uh, of course, both the Germans in World War II and the, and the Japanese both had programs to develop nuclear weapons. We just happened to get ours built first. But... Vic, you probably already know this. The technology to to boil water with nuclear material is a lot simpler than it is to make something that'll blow up, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they had the nuclear material. If once you've got the refined uranium, you can boil water pretty simply. A lot of people don't know this, but this is kind of a side note. Um, what's our young lady's name there? Lizzie? Lizzie, uh-huh. Lizzie. Lizzie, did you know that a nuclear-powered submarine is a steamboat? Now I do. Mm. Well, now you do. Now a I do. Nuclear, a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier is a steamboat. It sounds a lot more impressive to say it's a nuclear-powered submarine than to say it's steam-powered, but in fact it's steam-powered. The nuclear material heats up water, which makes steam, which is what makes the nuclear submarine go forward or backward or up and down or whatever it wants that to do. That makes sense. Wow, that does make sense. How about that? Yeah. Now, now, going back to the Germans, they had the technology because they, they were really 
really close <laughs> to making nuclear bombs. They had the technology to have refined uranium. Of course they did which means they had technology to heat up water. Now, if you're in the Antarctic and you've got basically uh, unlimited supply of energy, which is pretty much what uranium is, refined uranium, you can heat up water, you can make steam and live quite comfortably where it's 60 degrees below zero. So they were down there. They're probably still down there. There's some speculation and there's some evidence that World War II was really won by the uh, Germans and what they did was a tactical retreat not only to the Antarctic but to dozens of other countries did you say they're probably still in the Antarctic I did say that and now, when you say they you mean Germans and Japanese or Germans just Germans the, uh, they, the Germans hate the Japanese they're, they're very uh, and they racist. still do they still hate the Japanese uh, most likely but they probably get along in some way I didn't mean but to interrupt that, you that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a side note yeah um, that's kind of a side note um no, my train of thought got totally disrupted. Well, no, what, no, what, here, no, John. Here's what but, when I interrupted you. You had just you had you were just talking about uh, probably still. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's go back to World War Two. Um, the uh, men and women who ran Germany in the 1930s they wanted a politician that would unite Germany and allow them to do what they wanted to do, which was rebuild Germany. Uh, in every way, every way imaginable with uh, uh, manufacturing and so forth and, and rebuild the war machine. They found their guy, that was Adolf Hitler. And uh, it wasn't until he was already chancellor uh, the, uh, of the Third Reich before they figured out he was crazy. By then it was too late. By 1943, with the invasion of Russia, they knew that they would lose the war with uh, Russia and the United States. And the, the powers that be in Germany started evacuating the important men and women, their families, and their important equipment to several dozen countries around the world, including the Antarctic. It was, it was not just Argentina. It was a number of countries. We always hear about Operation Paperclip. That was at the end of the war. Uh, the evacuation of Germany began in 1943 with all the important stuff, the important people. So um, they did that. Uh, they appeared to lose the war. Now, I'm going to ask you, Lizzie and uh, Vic both, where was the Secretary of State on Election Day in 2016? Al uh, yeah, oh. Are we was? supposed to say it's in I, Antarctica? He was. The Secretary oh. of State of the United States. I did not election, know that. Election Day in 2016 was in the Antarctic. Within about 90 days, maybe only 60, we had Vladimir Putin there, we had the uh, Catholic Pope there, and we had the Eastern Orthodox Church there, and I'm sure others that aren't important enough to have a press release when they go somewhere. If you're a Secretary of State, uh, the Pope, or the Vladimir Putin, there's a press release when you travel any place on the planet. Now, why were they there? Yeah. Next, next question, why were they there? Yeah, I'd like to know why they were there. Are you, but they I, weren't there at the same time, but they were there at similar times? As far as we know, not the same time, but in, about 90 days, a period of time, all, all four men were there. And most likely other very important men who didn't warrant a press release. Now, my opinion, I don't have evidence, but I know how the world works. My opinion is they were there to be briefed. They, they Like the old, old saying goes, the mountain doesn't come to Mohammed. Mohammed goes to the mountain. 
And so, so could you repeat that? You said it, this was in 2016? 2016. Correct. 2016. Correct. Huh. Okay. Now, um, a personal note. I was at a fundraiser for General Flynn in Dallas about, uh, what was it, four years ago. Uh, it was a typical uh, hotel banquet room. These round uh, banquet tables was uh, eight or ten people per table. The guy sitting next to me, this is where, uh, you know, I, th I think our Lord kicked in here. The guy sitting next to me was a retired Air Force pilot who flew C-130s, which is that magnificent four-engine or turbo uh, prop aircraft that's been in service for half a century or more. So I asked him during our conversation, I, I said, have you been in the Antarctic? He says, oh, yeah, John, many times. I said, I asked him, can you tell me what you took out of there? He said, no, I can't. I signed a non-disclosed agreement. I can't tell you what wow. I took out of the Antarctic. Wow. Now, our main base that we went over publicly at the Antarctic is McMurdo Station. Now, there's 3,000 men and women there. Obviously, Vic, it takes 3,000 men and women to take ice core samples and count penguins. <laughs> right, right. Now, this is why well, 3,000 something's, something's going on up. there. That's what we have you on. Yeah, most what people the will hell? not say what you're saying at all. Well, what the hell's going well, on? Well, what I'm saying is public. that part is public record. There's no dispute about that. That's public record. Oh, I believe you. It's just that I don't think most of us know that. No, there's a bit. You're talking about a base, right? Of course. It's yeah. A right. It's a base. Wow. Okay. Now, there's been, uh, in a book I recommend, uh, there's a number of books. I think the two, my belief is the two best books are in the German language only. But mm -hmm. the best book in English I'm aware of is written by my friend Steve Quayle, Empire Beneath the Ice. It, it's an excellent, well-written book, well-documented. The uh, first half of the book is the historical record of what we know for a fact from public records of what took place in the Antarctic up to, well, around 1947 with Operation High Jump. Now, after that, we get into Steve Quayle's, the author's, speculation based on the historical record. And his belief, and I share his belief, is that the Germans never left uh, the Antarctic, that they have an operational base there, and that one of the main reasons that these different countries there. Russia has a base there. We have a base there. I'm not sure how many other countries, the major countries, have operations there. And are involved in several things. One of them is archaeology. My friend, uh, Professor McCanny, who's on my show every Wednesday for an hour, uh, he's author of about 12 books. He, he's an amateur archaeologist, uh, advanced to the point where foreign governments consult with him about matters of archaeology. And he says the following, which he agrees with me. I say the following. Archaeology has two jobs. One is to recover ancient technology. The other is to keep us from finding out about it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, Lizzie, um, there's evidence, and you may not be aware of this, but there's evidence of nuclear war taking place on this planet 12,000 years ago. Are you aware of that, my dear? Uh, only recently was I aware of that. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't uh, aware only of it. Only recently. <laughs> other than that, I years did, ago? But I didn't even know if it was true. The person that told me, I didn't know if I believed that. Well, it's, once again, uh, a friend of mine, he was on the board of directors of a local group. I was on the board with him. A, a retired petroleum engineer. We're having lunch. We had lunch once a month uh, at our uh, board meetings. I asked him, have you ever been to Kashmir, where the very nice wool comes from, a uh, disputed area between India and Pakistan? Oh, yeah, John, my wife and I were there on vacation. 
I asked him, hmm. are you aware that uh, nuclear devices were set off in Kashmir 12,000 years ago? Oh, yeah, John, they sell trinkets in the local souvenir shops commemorating the <laughs> nuclear devices set off there 12,000 years ago. That's interesting. Even if I saw a keychain or something that said that, I would have just thought it was a conspiracy theory. Right. Now, Lizzie and Vic, in the Sinai Peninsula, in the Sinai Desert, there's hundreds of acres covered with green glass. Are you aware of that, Vic? No. No, I'm okay. not at all. Well, now, this has been known for centuries, and no secret. Now, the only way you can get sand turned into to green glass is to have the heat of the sun. That's the only way. It's at that, at that scale. It wasn't until the summer of 1945 when we found out twice how you can turn the surface of the planet to have the heat of the sun. August of 1945, when we set off a bomb in Hiroshima mm -hmm. and Nagasaki. That's what happened in the Sinai Peninsula 12,000 years ago. And the evidence is still there in the, in the form of green glass covering hundreds of acres. There's other locations, uh, I know there's in Europe and in South America, where there's similar evidence that I, I can't give quotations about that, but that's that's the two most, most widely known and most publicly known areas where it's well known and very scientifically provable that nuclear devices were set off on this planet 12,000 years ago. Wow. Insane. It is, is insane, insane to take a listen. We're talking we're talking with John Moore. Uh, you can learn more about him at thelibertyman.com. Um, you can learn more about his stuff. He is a she does shows, he does podcasts, he does radio Monday through Friday 7 to 10 a.m. You can learn more about that. He's explaining to us some of the history that people may or may not know about when it comes to Antarctica and things also around the world, which is why you know, we're not taught about everything as Americans. Our history doesn't teach us all of the things that are going out there, which makes me wonder, John, why aren't we being told anything about Antarctica? Why are Putin and our Secretary of State and the Pope and others going to get briefed in Antarctica? Well, they, they were in there for a very, you know, that, those men don't travel uh, uh, halfway around the world for a small purpose. They went there for a great purpose. They went there because uh, I believe, now I don't have evidence. Yeah, I know this is your, your idea. My, my speculation is that they were being briefed and told what the real deal was. Um, the, uh, what the do Germans, you mean? The real deal of the election? The no. real deal of how the world's going to work. No. <laughs> oh, like the whole world order. Roger that. Um, Got it. From the, the time the Wright brothers fool the entire planet that they actually could build something that was heavier than air as opposed to a hot air balloon until the Germans had blueprints for metal jet aircraft was about 30 years. Think hmm. about that. Think about that. From wow. The, the Wright brothers' first aircraft was basically a kite with an engine. That's what it was. Metal, wires, ca uh, canvas, and uh, canvas and and wood spars. Uh, that's you know with an engine. From nineteen oh from nineteen oh four to about by nineteen thirty, the Germans had blueprints for fully functional jet fighters, and they were building jet fighters only five or six years after that. Thirty years is a pretty short period of time to go from a flying kite to jet fighters, isn't it? No, it is. Yeah, it makes you wonder yeah. why that's going on, and that leads you wow. into and that leads you into what else then? Well, the Germans had technology. Uh, they had 
at least one functional, what we would call flying saucer before World War II was over. They had operating, they had, had blueprints for what would be even more advanced aircraft. Those, blue, those blueprints and drawings were recovered by the invading allies in World War II, and that's public record, there's no doubt about that. Um, the aircraft that um, General, uh, I sort of say General, Admiral Byrd ran into were superior than anything in our Air Force in 1947. That's why they got their butts kicked. I, I believe that the Germans showed them mercy and probably could have put the entire uh, Navy task force to the bottom of the sea if they chose to, but they chose not to. They chose to give them a bloody nose and send them back with a message. We're in charge. Don't mess with us. And that's the message he took back to the, the, the Joint Chiefs of Staff to the, and to President Truman. Um, the UFO sightings, uh, I believe, uh, beginning in 1947, there's UFO, sighting, UFO sightings going back way before that, obviously. Uh, I think maybe a combination of alien technology and German technology. There's some evidence that the aliens uh, and the Germans reached some kind of agreement to help each other. Uh, that's the evidence I'm aware of and the evidence I'm seeing. Um, and we're seeing a, a congressional hearings, uh, the open ones, the ones open to the public, that whistleblowers are revealing more and more about alien technology being recovered by the United States, being reverse engineered, and uh, what's going on in the secret briefings behind closed doors. Uh, I think I have a pretty good idea, but that's going to become public, I, th I believe, the next 30 to 90 days. Uh, you mean like prepped. right we're, now? We're, we're being prepped. We're being prepped for revealing what I've known for several decades, what uh, military intelligence has known for quite a while, what uh, uh, men and women in the, uh, in the private sector and the satellite industry with Boeing, with other uh, companies known for decades, that this technology has been recovered and is being reverse engineered. And it's been, it's been there for decades. So I'm you saying. think we're in danger right now? Negative. Um, I believe the powers of being will use this revelation to try to consolidate their own power because that's just who they are. Mm -hmm. um, this, this is some heavy stuff, that's yeah, for sure. And uh, why wouldn't whoever is controlling Antarctica, if it is indeed the Germans still, why wouldn't they want to be known about? Why keep all of this quiet? Why not be on a Google map? Why have all of this technology, this power, I guess, this whole civilization if you will that's living that nobody else knows about if once again going back to basic human behavior Vic if the uh, men and women in charge of what's going on with the Antarctic and the, and the uh, Third Reich if, uh, or whatever it might be the new Third Reich if they're getting what they want and they're being left alone why would they be why would they care to be revealed um, they can you know, why isn't there a Hilton hotel at the Antarctic. That would be a, a wonderful tourist destination with the right conditions and, and safety things put in place. People would spend thousands of dollars to visit the Antarctic, but they can't. You can't, if you attempt to fly, you know, if you're going from the South America to the uh, to South America to South Africa, the quickest way is to fly with the Antarctic. Obviously, it is. Yeah. But you but can't they're not, do it. Right. They're not allowed to. They're prohibited from doing so even though it would be the closest way, the cheapest way to get from point A to point B, which is typically what airliners do. No, they don't do that. Don't we do had that a guest on yesterday, John, talking with John Moore, um, who was breaking down how Nazism is all over America 
and this world right now. Do you feel as if that has something to do with what's happening in Antarctica right now with messages being sent out? Well, I'm not sure Nazism is the correct term. Uh, fascism probably fascism. is fascism. Mm-hmm. probably more accurate. And, and people don't know what, what fascism means as opposed to communism. You know, let's give a, a, quick, uh, a quick definition. Under communism, the, the means of production are owned by the state. That would be mines, factories, and farms. Under fascism, the means of production are owned by the private sector, mines, factories, and farms. That's where all productivity, all wealth comes from, is mines, factories, and farms. Everything else is, is just make-believe. Uh, so, um, do we have, a, and in fascism, you have a cooperative agreement between the major owners of mines, factories, and farms. Not the little guys, but the major ones. The major owners of factories, the major owners of mines, the major, major owners of agricultural real estate. There's cooperative effort uh, agreements between them and our government. Of course there is. Um, the EPA, for example, when the, when the EPA does something, it benefits the major uh, agricultural people to the detriment of the small agricultural people. The, the big agricultural people, it's just another tax write-off. For the little guy, it either... either uh, inhibits what they do or shuts them down. It's just a small example of fascism at work. John, it's interesting wow. when you break this down because, and I'm sure you're familiar with this, and not to get off subject with Buzz Aldrin, but I'm sure you're familiar that Buzz Aldrin had visited the Antarctic, or at least he said he did, had a heart attack during his trip and said that place is evil, we're all in danger. Well, roger that. <laughs> okay. Um, there you go. Do we have a, a large St. Louis audience here? Is yeah, that, we do. Okay. Do you want to segue to the rock pile? Yeah. Go ahead. Take us in that direction. I mean, okay. we, this Antarctica situation, this talk, our wow. history, everything else that seems to be going on around, it seems to connect in some way or another. Boy, it is. It's all connecting. Weldon Springs Remedial Action Site. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? Okay. Yes. 1979. Um I left the Army in 1970, active duty, 1979. I decided I wanted a hobby, having doing fun stuff like uh, going in the woods and rappelling uh, down rock cliffs and shooting rifles and hanging out with the guys, with the Green Berets. So I volunteered to go back to the Army Reserve, and I joined a Special Forces A-Team. They had two A-Teams in St. Louis at the time. And we trained a lot at the uh, Weldon Springs training area. So in 1979, there was an announcement that part of the training area, which is 40 acres that had been set aside, and the Weldon Spring training area is well over 1,000 acres, by the way. Uh, the U.S. military government bought that area in World War II to build a massive area to manufacture and store and test explosives. So that about 19, in the mid-1950s, thereabouts, they set aside 40 acres, the closest area to the high school out there, by the way, on Highway 94, Yes. to manufacture nuclear material. So in 1979, they announced they were, they were going to do a remedial action to remove the radioactive material from that 40 acres. And we all, my, my Greenberry buddies, myself, we thought, well, that's fine, you know, no problem. We're driving past there. And uh, about a year or so later, don't hold me to the time frames, they announced they were just shutting down the entire military training area for the same reason. That was my first red flag for the following reason. Myself and the Green Berets I was working with, we were all of 
childbearing age. We all were or maybe could become fathers. And because we wanted children with arms and legs instead of flippers, yes. Yes. we took with us, without the Army's knowledge, without the Army's consent, we took our own radiation detection equipment with us when we we're training out there in Weldon Springs. We never, ever, I repeat, never, ever found anything above normal background radiation. Hmm. So that was a major red flag for me. That's when I, of course, by then I'd been an investigator since 1972, so I, I knew what I was doing. I began my own investigation for years. I interviewed men and women who worked there. I, I took photographs on the ground. I took photographs from the air. I did Freedom of Information Act requests. And here's what I found. I found um, that what they're doing there is not what they claim to be doing. They, um, they built underground a command and, command and control center where hundreds of men and women and children, their families could live and work and be comfortable probably for years is what they built. Now, how did I determine it? Well, at, at the uh, main gate of any federal construction job site, which is what this was, they have white signs are about six by uh, six inches by four feet long with black letters that give the name of every subcontractor on the premises. So I, I would uh, write down these names. I would go home, and this is before the internet, of course, 19, sorry, 1980. And I would look up, try to figure out who these people were. Um, one of them was worldwide telecommunications. So I look in the white pages. I can't find anything. I did library research. I didn't find anything locally. So I called a friend of mine, and he says, John, if you're going to build a brand new Pentagon, these people will get the contract to do the telecommunications. Now, at a no big deal, super fun cleanup site, why would you need a, a, a contractor with that kind of capabilities? So I did a FOIA request. In a, in a response, the federal government de denied that they were ever on the premises. I interviewed a concrete contractor. And he says, John, uh, I've been a con contractor for 20 years doing concrete. I've never had a contract that called for me to mix in titanium flakes with the concrete. Um, a very dear friend of mine, she worked there. She was an environmental engineer. She was on the radio with me every week for years. And uh, she worked there uh, as an environmental engineer. She wore a name tag on her uh, shirt when she was on the premises. They had colors on it that allowed her to go in certain areas of the administrative area and denied her access to other administrative areas where she worked. Now, Vic, why would you deny your own employees access to your own administrative area? Yeah, you're keeping certain things quiet. It's, yeah, compart it's, sure. called, compart it's called a compartmentalization as well. Of mm course -hmm. it is. Yes, yes. Um, now, I interviewed a, a telephone installer, and he says, oh, John, we did a T1 drop there. Now, a T1 drop, Lizzie, in case you don't know, is 500 phone lines. Now, <laughs> 500 phone lines? 500 phone lines. Now, you got as many as maybe 20 uh, job site trailers, you know, construction trailers. You always see them right. on job sites. Yeah. And they all, had, they all had telephones. Of course they did. Why in the world would you need 500 telephones right. uh, lines for, once again, a no big deal construction job site? And
Hey guys, we just want to let everybody know that we are running on Facebook as well live as you continue to watch this interview with J.R. Moore, John Moore, the Liberty Man. As you can tell, this interview is fantastic. The information is amazing. We just wanted to let everybody know. Uh, tons of people watching us on Rumble and YouTube, but we also wanted to let you know that we are back on Facebook Live. So we continue our interview with John Moore right now as he also gets into the fact of there being not one but two Joe Biden. And then, of course, at about 9, 905-907, uh, 905-907, 9.10 this morning, those exact times, uh, social media superstar Kelly Mano as we get into the Mandela effect. And it is some damn good podcast, some video, some things that you may think are true but really aren't true. And, of course, it's all part of our free-for-all paranormal Conspiracy Theory Friday. So we go back to that interview with John Moore reminding everybody, if you wanted to watch on Facebook, you can. You can stay on Rumble. YouTube and all the other sources as well. And this is allegedly on the 1,000 acres. Well, they kept most of your activity was restricted to that 40 acres. They did expand a bit to build the rock pile, as you mentioned. Right, right. Um, but uh, if you drive out there right now, you see a, a massive water tower, enough for a yes. town of, of several thousand people at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see the uh, where the electric power comes in. Once again, enough electric power for a, a good-sized town. Correct. And they and they have a visitor center, so that's mm. all it's there now. What do you, what happened then? Well, they they once they built everything they need. There's there's a elevator going down to it. By the way, uh, yes. they just uh, took away everything they don't need and made a visitor center. And, Life is grand. It's over. So the visitor center is underground? No, the visitor center is just a small building on top of the ground. Okay. There, that, there's, yes. there's okay. No, that's just there's, no, there's no public knowledge. There's anything underground. Correct. So that Correct. would have been for people to use, to sleep in, to live in, if we would have had something on our land in this country going down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And John, I went to high school out there in the 80s, and exactly what you're saying was the rumors that all of our parents heard, that there was an underground city, that in case we had a nuclear war, the, um, I would say, like, the um, captains and the higher-ups in the military lived in Walden Spring Heights, and then the infantrymen and the privates lived in Powell Terrace in St. Charles City, and we were told that there was no, nobody was living underground anymore, it was in the 50s and the 60s, but there had been a town where people were living under there. So even though a lot of people don't know that, back in the 70s and 80s, our parents did have knowledge of exactly what you're saying. Well, there's uh, confidentiality. Uh, you know, when you're working in that environment, mm -hmm. uh, people will talk. And if you get Correct. to know somebody and you trust them, you'll talk and you'll talk about what you know. And the rumors were absolutely right. Wow. Yeah. What made you think about getting under that story? Was it because we can't trust what's happening with our own military when it gets to Antarctica? I just have an inquisitive mind. I've been a professional investigator since 1973. Yeah. Uh, I investigated my first double homicide in the fall of 1973, half a century ago. And before that, I was an intelligence analyst, which means I have a trained and disciplined mind to do research and investigations. That's who I am. John, one thing that you have said today in regards to everything that's been fascinating to hear about that really shook me, and it's still in my brain, which is why I bring it back up for our listeners and people who come in and out of the show, is you said something. Did you say between in the next 90 days, we're going to get information? It's that, already being. 
the real deal is already being uh, heard under sworn oath in closed behind closed doors in the, in the congressional subcommittees. And could you repeat who those people are? Well, they're, they're the they're the whistleblowers that work okay. for, that, for the various lettered agencies, National Reconnaissance Office, and others. The NR the the title itself, the name of of the National Reconnaissance Office, was classified up until fairly recently, uh, NRO for short. Um, and uh, NSA, National Security Agency. Uh, so men and women who work for those agencies are giving sworn testimony behind closed doors to congressional subcommittees as we speak. It's happening right now in July of 2023. Um, wow. Inevitably, uh, and what, one of the things Congress is very interested in is these agencies spending money without authority. Mm -hmm. So all money spending authority comes from Congress. And uh, if they're spending money that they're not allowed to do, typically congressmen and women get pretty upset that they're spending money without authority. And that's, that's been going on for decades. Is this why there are some out there and some with military intelligence or have backgrounds in military as you do who are now saying 2024 election, there won't even be a 2024 election? There could be a connection there. Um, they can make this as bad as they want. Look what they did with the uh, the make-believe pandemic. I say make-believe mm -hmm. because I'm with you on that. The COVID flu you. killed killed mm -hmm. 0.3% of the people Correct. who got it. 0.3%. That's not a that's not an, a, an epidemic. Not even close. Correct. Uh, and uh, the people who died, uh, according to the healthcare professionals, they were within one year of dying from something anyway because mm -hmm. their health, their immune system was so fragile already. And that's all it took to push them over the edge and kill them. So they can, uh, getting back to your question, Vic, uh, or your statement about having or not having election 2024, we've had elections in wartime, which is pretty severe. It would have to be more severe than World War II to not have an election. Can they make it that bad if they choose to? They, of course they can. They have that ability. Um, Biden would probably not run if there was an election. He's just... And there are two Joe Bidens, by the way, in case you don't know. Yeah, we, we think so. We, we know so. so. We've talked about yes, it. Yes, we, we are in agreements with you on that. Well, I, I got photographs of both of them on my oh, website. Oh, you should have brought them. Well, they're on my website. Okay, and, I'm going to uh, go look. People who are, women are better at this than men to see the differences. But the, the really highly visible difference is the ears. There's yes. photographs of both right ears. The right ear of the real Joe Biden is a dangling earlobe. Yes. The, earlobe of the fake Joe Biden is an attached earlobe. Mm -hmm. If you go back and it's easy to watch the uh, State of the Union in, in January of this year, January 2023, that was a fake Joe Biden. Delivering That's the one the that can speak. Right. Yeah, the fake Joe Biden right. can talk. Precisely. And there's the images right there. There they are. Yeah. And even their facial structure looks different. I mean, so... That's more subtle. And women are better at this than men. But yes. you're right. That's more subtle, but it's true. But the earlobes uh, or no. lack thereof are just hitting you in the face. Correct. With how, with how different they are. Yes. Yes. For sure. What do you think people should take away today uh, regarding Antarctica moving forward? Because we, uh, we, we, there are some people who are familiar with it, then there's others of us who have studied it, tried to look at it. Well, we're, we're know all something's keep going eyes, on there. Eyes, you know, I inadvertently sat next to a man who flew there in a C 130 multiple times. Mm -hmm. Another friend of mine has a friend who's working down there right now. This friend is in the Antarctica. I won't reveal anything about what he does, 
but my friend has been in contact with this person who's working there right now. It's amazing how we're interconnected, mm -hmm. how close we are in degrees. What's that? What was that uh, movie? Six degrees of separation or seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was. So keep your eyes and ears open. You may, ladies and gentlemen, you may meet, you may already know somebody with firsthand knowledge of what's been going on in the Antarctic. If you do, put them in touch with me. I'd be glad to talk to them or put them in touch with Vic or, or Lizzie. Um, so we can get, we can document this evidence and bring more evidence uh, to the public attention. Yeah. People ask wow. me, where would you want to visit? Where would you want to go? I don't want to go to the Caribbean. I want to go to Antarctica. I do too. Now. I'm not kidding. I, I never thought about it. I want to go there. I uh, totally well, want to go there. Well, the fun stuff is off limits too, unless you've got a really high uh, security clearance. And the reason wow. I say that is just because of the history. I love history. Um, a whole civilization that's been growing for at least, uh, who knows, 50 years, 60 years, if, if you look at World War II times. Um, exactly. And exactly. what's happening. As far as our listeners, I urge people to get and read Steve Quell's book, Empire Beneath the Ice. And you're going to find related. Now, there's a lot of silliness, too, on YouTube and other places that don't amount to a hill of beans that you can you can follow rabbit trails, but somebody like uh, Steve, Steve Quayle is a credentialed author who does real research, and uh, he's doing archaeological digs himself in uh, Mexico and recovering Egyptian uh, objects buried eight and ten feet under the ground. Do you hey, do you know if Steve's done any archaeological work in Antarctica? Uh, I doubt it because he couldn't get there. You, you simply don't you don't get you know book a flight and go down there. No, you we don't. don't go, yeah, you, for you don't sure. go in there without specific permission of the U.S. government. That's not going to happen. If you attempt to, you will be arrested. Well, and it sounds like anyone that's there is not doing what's the greater good for the average American. It doesn't sound like that to me. Well, once again, they use compartmentalization. My, my friend, her name was Ann Morrison, the environmental engineer at Weldon Springs. Uh, they use compartmentalization to keep all but a very small part of, of, of the people from finding out what's really going on yeah. using look at the manhattan project a quarter of a million men and women worked on the manhattan project to build atomic weapons including my father and my grandfather they didn't have a clue they were plumbers working in at oak ridge tennessee my grandfather was uh, presented a certificate signed allegedly by president truman uh, thanking him for working on the manhattan project which he kept nailed with a nail to the wall of his garage it wasn't framed in a, in a place of honor it was just stuck with a nail in the wall of his garage but compartmentalization works. So out of those 3,000 men and women at the Antarctic, uh, I, I doubt that more than a very few know what the real deal is because compartmentalization does work. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it certainly wow. can. It um, sure can. Well, the other thing that as we leave you today, and, and we're grateful for all the information that we got from you, John Moore, is um, there's no doubt in your mind that very soon we're all going to know a lot more about Antarctica, correct? Once it gets to the point where we're really close with open congressional hearings under oath, that means we're not that far off from, because they're talking about this one witness. He's, he, when he's answering questions, say he'll say something like, I can't talk about that unless it's in a closed section. I can't talk about that unless it's closed mm -hmm. session. He mm -hmm. said that multiple times. Are you talking about the UFO uh, right. whistleblower from right. this week? Yeah. From this last week? Okay. Precisely. Precisely. That's Once what I thought. Once it gets to the point where it's being revealed in the closed sessions, the next step is to have it be revealed to the public. Hey, which, John, wow. John, is there an ice wall around Antarctica? 
Oh yeah, we got a flat Earth, right? Yeah, I, I was just going down the rabbit hole. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, and we got oh, you laughing on. in the midst of all the serious oh, stuff. It's crazy stuff. What you're I, talking? I got about. a humor section at my website. You got, we got a. What you find out when you're in combat? The guy who's that has no sense of humor, stay away from him because he'll get you killed. That's right. You need to laugh oh, no matter serious, what the do. situation is. You do. You do. It'll keep you alive in a, in a really bad situation. Really yeah, bad. I would is, guess. This is pro, Joe. Uh, what about the pyramids in Antarctica? Every continent has pyramids. The largest pyramid we're aware of is in Bosnia, three times the size of the pyramid at Giza. The one in China is easily twice the size of the one at Giza. And there's most likely, there's been photographs of what appear to be pyramids in the Antarctic. They've not been explored that I know of. Of course, if they have been, I don't know about it, but yeah, they're there. Wow. John Moore. My head is blown. Um, we can, hey, can we catch back up with you again soon? Of course. And hopefully we'll get past technical difficulties in one or two minutes instead of 15. <laughs> oh, that was no big deal. We're used to technical difficulties. No big deal. <laughs> uh, John Moore. You can learn more about John, uh, thelibertyman.com. By the way, people can go there and learn more about you, but you can also let people know how they can watch you or listen to you every day. Can you give people an update on that? 7 to 10 a.m. Central Time. Everything's linked from my website at thelibertyman.com, the live shows, and the archives. And the subject wow. matter is? How much time do we got? Oh, never mind. Not <laughs> enough. We're popping it up for you right well, there. Oh, that's okay. great. Look at that. Wow. It varies. Every day is different. That's great. Hey, That's John, great. you've been a, a terrific guest. Okay, uh, the it was people, fun. Our viewers, our it. listeners love you. Uh, we don't have time to get into all the questions and everything else, but we will. John, thank you again. And, oh, we got to have him again. And have, a, and have a great day, my friend. Rick and Lizzie, thank you. We'll talk Thanks, to you. Thanks, John. Soon. Appreciate it. Okay. What the heck? Yeah. Um, Did you expect him to say all that? Um, I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying Are you to, trying to process it? Yeah. I'm trying to process everything. Wow. Um, I don't know. Whoa. I, I, I don't know where to <laughs> I don't know where you start. Whoa. But I but you know what? I wouldn't have believed anything he said just because I'm from the show me state and you gotta show me. But everything that he was talking about, the underground people at Weldon Spring, people knew this in the city. Well, yeah. I mean they yeah, knew that's, it. That to me that's so, not a, to me that's not even a big deal. Mm -hmm. I, and I know other people that it is. Yeah. This Antarctica situation and wow. the Germans and and having the, everybody having similar technology, it's just we beat them there first, uh, and then they can race somewhere, and then you can utilize mm -hmm. that that area. It's not on Google Maps. Um, you have the heads of state going there, but nobody right. else can go there. there. Um, I mean, Putin, uh, our Secretary of state, state. Uh, the Pope, uh, those those types of deals. Uh, I, I don't know, and then. I don't know. I just get concerned when I hear that people have some issues. We're, we're going to have issues. Yeah, um, that it's, it's scary. That it's not actually. a great thing. No, that's coming out of there. I I don't know. I'm like I said. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm kind of flustered. I don't know what to make of it all. It's just one of those things that something's up. Well, it is, and if you something think is definitely up from that standpoint. Vic Faust here with CancelTheShow.com. We taped that, as you can tell right now. Lizzie, obviously, uh, will be joining us in just a second, but uh, we wanted to bring this up. I was all into this Antarctica deal, and we have more subjects. We try to attack all these subjects as we can on CancelTheShow.com. So hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't. I was. I had a chance to read some of the comments. Um, 
People jumped in on Facebook, lots of viewers on Rumble, lots of viewers on YouTube, lots of listeners, people trying to chime in and, and say what they thought. Um, some people don't buy it. Some people do. I know something, some kind of crap is going on in Antarctica. Come on. There is no doubt stuff is going on there. And of course, it's all part of our free-for-all paranormal conspiracy theory Friday. We do it every Friday. And if you guys ever have ideas, if you ever have, um, you know thoughts for shows let us know if you know people let us know we'll do the best that we can with that standpoint coming up here in just a few minutes we're going to talk with kelly mano she joins us live in studio as we break down our second hour on the mandela effect and this is going to be really good because you all know how fun and lively and happy kelly mano is creative and that's why she has over 3 million followers on her social media pages because she's kelly mano and we're not Anyway, she'll be coming up in just a second. But once again, the Liberty Man, uh, check out um, Jay Armour Projo. Did you like that guy? He was awesome. That, he was. We do our best. We have some great guests. But if you didn't get a chance to see the entire interview, go check it out. I know we started a little bit later on Facebook. People who were watching on Rumble and YouTube saw it uh, in its entirety. It's about 40, I don't know, about 47 minutes. But it's content you just don't see anywhere. And yeah, something's going on. Let us know if you know somebody that has a connection with Antarctica. It is Friday. I've had two glasses. I mean, literally, not cups, but glasses of coffee. I couldn't sleep last night. That happens to some of us sometimes. Jay says, dude is out there. Yeah, he could be. But you know what? I would tend to believe that guy more than I wouldn't believe him, right? Right? Oh, no. He's been there. We haven't. Yeah, bingo. Another point. Another point to take. Uh, Jeff says, aliens, laughing my ass off. What a joke might be. Aaron says, there was a theory that we had technology. Yeah, it, it could be. Um, anyway, that's part of that. Hey, before we get to Kelly Mono right now in just a second, because the, the, the entertainment continues, and we're going to have some fun with this as well. It's, it's interesting stuff, but it's fun stuff. Uh, we do want to thank our sponsors, Complete Auto Body, Complete Auto Body Repair, CompleteAB.com, seven climate-controlled facilities throughout the St. Louis metropolitan area. Everything with your vehicle from A to Z. Several of our viewers and listeners have gone there. They continue to go there and talk about what an amazing company they have. By the way, they're looking to uh, hire a lot of people as well. Techs, you're not going to be paid any better or work in a better environment if you are a tech. And also, as... Um, we talk with their HR people. If you want to wear a suit, you can wear a suit as well. They have jobs for everybody. Massively growing. Um, you can catch them at completeab.com. Let them know that you heard about them from canceltheshow.com. Also, um, we are grateful that we have Strategic Air Services, uh, the best when it comes to luxury air travel. Uh, flight went down to South America last week. You've got uh, people coming in and out of the time, whether it's a weekend trip, um, whether it's a week trip, you're in and out. You're not going to find a better place to work than Strategic Air Services located at Spirit Airport in the Chesterfield Valley. Um, just give them a call. You can get their website information from our site at canceltheshow.com. Also, Kathy Helbig Strick, Steve Strick, Experience Realty Partners. Um, you've got New American Funding and, of course, NewAgeWellness.com, NewAgeHealthWellness.com. Uh, if you need anything when it comes to real estate questions, Kathy comes in every Wednesday and explains it to a T. There's no question she can't answer. 
if you're looking for anything in real estate these days uh, and it's a tough go, you don't want to do it by yourself. Give her a call. Give her team a call. 314-276-SOLD. 314-276-SOLD. And if you need a car warranty in regards to people keeping their vehicles a little bit longer, uh, Vehicle Protection Group, they're looking for employees. They need employees. Their top earners are six-figure people right now. And you're answering inbound calls. They train you to do it all. You'd email Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Once again, that's Todd at vpcnetwork.com. The biggest and best dispensary in the state of Missouri and expanding all around America right now is Greenlight Dispensary. Our friends over at Greenlight taking care of business. Because they're the largest, it gives them the largest selection of product, and it also gives them an opportunity to give you the best prices. You can go to our website at canceltheshow.com. You can click on that coupon that's on your screen. You can download it. Take it in. Let them know you heard from uh, canceltheshow.com. And you'll get a discount on your products right there. And of course, the best charcoal in America, it's Rockwood Charcoal. National brand based right out of the state of Missouri. And as we've learned on this show, the best charcoal in the country comes out of the state of the Missouri because of our natural resources. And the best briskets you're going to find, real charcoal breaks apart in your hand if you didn't know that before. And of course, Carroll House Furniture, because you like nice things. Go to Carroll House when you get to Carroll House, let them know that you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. All right, I'm Vic Faust of canceltheshow.com. Lizzie Sparks also coming up in just a second. We've also got Projo in the house. We are going to jump in and we do these Friday shows, as we were talking about, where we get a little crazy. We get to have a little fun. We get into our Conspiracy Theory Fridays. We do what we can. Lizzie, it's good to talk to you this morning. First, Gulf Shores looks like it has a lot of sunshine this morning. Is that true? Oh, yeah, we don't hear Lizzie yet. You're going to have to figure her sound out. We'll get her back up here rolling in just a second um, with everything that needs to be taken care of there. Um, once again, if, you, you, if you're wondering where you can watch us, you go to canceltheshow.com. It's that easy. Like, subscribe, share the show. You can send stars to us on Facebook. Once again, easy to find us. You get to pick your platform, uh, whether it's a viewing standpoint or if it's an audio standpoint, you can check that out as well. The usual suspects at Google at iHeart. Uh, you can find all sorts of places to listen to us as well. Of course, most of the listeners, most of the views that we get come after the show airs live Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central, and all the time on our website at canceltheshow.com. Once again, we love the fact that you guys uh, subscribe, that you guys like. Uh, just giving you an update next week. Um, if you didn't know already, we've got some massive problems when it comes to the ag industry. We've seen prices go up and down and all around. Um, how are your groceries going to be affected? How are your food choices going to be affected? Um, we're going to talk with a friend of mine, Jim Eddy. He does a podcast and he is an ag expert when it comes to food issues. He's going to break down what's happening in the pork industry, why your farming issues are really a problem right now, and how you can how you can get into a better situation. Uh, once again, it's cancel this cancel this show.com. That is a guest on Monday. We're also going to be talking with another guest out of the state of Michigan when it comes to what's happening with the crazy politics uh, that's going on in that state. Some of that stuff will blow your mind. Uh, it's kind of all over the place as we do bring you the best stuff that we can. Okay, it's a free for all Friday. It's a paranormal Friday. Um, we have do we have Lizzie back in studio as well? Does Lizzie hear me now? Yeah, we still don't hear Lizzie, but that's fine. We'll take care of that. Joe, you just let me know we have her up and we're ready to pop Kelly in, okay? I think I think the audio issue's on her end. Yeah. Okay. Can, hopefully she can hear you. Let's pop uh let's pop Kelly up. 
Kelly Mano in house. Hi, how are you? Well, we get we we tried to adjust your camera this week, so thank yeah. you, thank <laughs> you. I'm, I'm gonna bring a booster seat next time. Uh, we love it, Kelly Mano, the social media star, friend of our show. She's been popping in every other Friday. Hey, girl, how's life? You know, going pretty good. Ready for the kids to go back to school. That's for sure. You know, mine are still younger and and driving me crazy every day. So, and you're driving. That's Lots of crazy. driving, aren't you? No, drive. Don't you drive oh, around? Don't you drive at least one of them around a lot? Well, it's not hockey season yet, so I will be like the permanent taxi in about probably like late August, early September. You're the hockey mom, right? Yes, very much so. Did you ever like hockey before your kids got oh, involved? My whole life, my whole life, I wanted to play hockey when I was younger, and of course, my parents are like, "No, you, you know, you're a girl, you can't do that." <laughs> they, so they put me in figure skating, um, but I grew up just a giant fan of the St. Louis Blues because my my I didn't grow up in a hockey family, but my best friend, Sarah, in elementary school, they had season tickets and I was probably in about fourth grade and they took me to a game. And at that game, there was a fight on the ice and there was a fight on the, <laughs> and, there was a, this is going. and there was a fight in the stands. And I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And from then on, I was just hooked. Uh, we're going to get into some other stuff with Kelly in a moment, just a reminder, and I won't do it again, but it's the last time, of course. Uh, you knew Kelly was destined for great things when she was a producer of the super popular, the best morning shows in my opinion of all time, the Stephen D.C. Morning Show. Uh, she was producing that. Then she took her talents uh, out in the parking lots where she was uh, bombarding live shots of local news reporters as dinosaurs. And what else were you in the background? Kids dressed up as kids. and Yeah, I was like a music and there was a there was an Olympic dinosaur. I just an Olympic dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to set the stage for that. We had a blast with you when you were here two weeks ago. Uh, your fans love you. You're all over the place. We have Lizzie back. Uh, Lizzie's like, we got Kelly Mano in after I'm Antarctica. So excited. <laughs> I mean, I we love her so much. See, Kelly, we had we just had a serious talk about Antarctica. Have you ever heard about the conspiracy theories regarding Antarctica? No, I probably couldn't even. Well, I could find Antarctica on a map because it's, it's at the top and bottom, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you can't find it on a Google map. We just found that out. Why is right? that? Oh, well, there's a lot of things you can't find on Google now, apparently, and we're going to talk about because. Uh, uh, uh. <sighs> well, we got Kelly in. When I was talking to you about a subject when you came in you're like Vic I'm getting a lot of play on this Mandela effect yeah I thought I'd heard about it, so I had to go back and look about it so if you could explain Mandela effect and why you made a video about it because if people don't know Kelly has millions and millions of followers all over her social media because she is a freaking hoot she is one of the funniest <laughs> people you'll ever be around and she's so freaking creative well, thank you so much. That was a big buildup. So hopefully I can live up to that. Uh, so the Mandela effect happened in, uh, let's see, I think it was 2013 that Nelson Mandela passed away. And when he died, there were like hundreds of thousands of people who were like, wait, 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 wait. Nelson Mandela died in the 80s in prison. And they all had this exact same memory of there was a parade, there was this, there was that. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> okay. And so somebody then said, well, we're going to start calling this thing where people, where large groups of people remember things incorrectly. We're going to call it the Mandela effect. And since Nelson Mandela has died, which was the first Mandela effect, there have been a ton more to start kind of spilling out. And a lot of them 
are Gen X related, which is right up my alley and pisses me off because I know what I saw. Yeah, you focus a lot on Gen X too. And we're going to go to which video? No, we're going to pull up your video first. We got two Kelly videos and let's pull up the McMahon video first, if you can. That's the last video that I sent you. I didn't know about this Ed McMahon video that you say that we have, but we're going to show now. I didn't know about a, a Mandela effect with Ed McMahon. You didn't? No, I didn't. And I, I watched your video and then I'm like, holy crap. That's a, yeah. that's crazy. It's like, yeah. Then I started to think about it and I'm like, okay, now maybe I do remember Ed McMahon. It is number one on my list of like, I will die on this hill that, that Ed McMahon did what you're getting ready to say he did. Yeah, it is. Joe, are you finding the Ed McMahon? Because I sent it to you. I have one pulled up, but I, 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 I got to find the other one. If not, I can explain the Ed McMahon. Well, let's really go to well. which, well, which one do you have, Joe? Ready? Do you have Ed McMahon or Richard Simmons? You got two videos. There we go. That's great. Okay. That one is, I believe, if I have a big zero on my shirt, that's Richard Simmons. Yeah, let's show the Richard Simmons then. We got Richard Simmons. Never wore a headband. (laughs) Richard Simmons never wore a headband? Stop. What do you think they did? Went through the whole internet and scrubbed every photo of Richard Simmons ever wearing a headband? That's crazy. I don't say. Okay, but what if we Google people who have dressed up like Richard Simmons for Halloween? (laughs) What if we try to buy a Richard Simmons costume now? What? Why? 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 Why are they rewriting our history? You know that that scene in Back to the Future where Marty McFly's like hand is disappearing? He's looking at a picture because like history's changing at that moment? Is that what's happening? They're trying to make us look crazy and it's gonna fucking work. They're gonna put us all in mental institutions one day. Like on reasons why it's gonna be like, won't shut up about Ed McMahon and Richard Simmons. That's awesome. Wow. So basically, you know, I, I am not a conspiracy theorist. I, I don't follow, you know, government things. But what I do know... Is you are today. What I, <laughs> what, I, what I do know is the 80s and 90s. And my mom had every volume of Sweat into the Oldies. <laughs> and I, I mean, I had some of those dance routines memorized. And we all remember Richard Simmons wearing a headband. He wore the soft headband. It went No right doubt about the, it. Yeah, right around the yes. middle of his head. I remember it. Yeah, with the poofy hair on top and bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember him wearing it all the time, like to appearances, but mm-hmm. on the on his sweat into the oldies videos, he always had it. And then somebody noticed not too long ago that you cannot find any photos of him wearing this headband. It has been completely wiped from the Why internet. is that? That's crazy. And how did you notice this? Well, I didn't notice it. I, I think the information is honestly being planted because my, you know, I've lost sleep over this stuff for like over a year now because it, it's not that we're remembering it incorrectly. It's that they're changing it. They're changing it. And the only thing that Who's I Who's there? Well, is it, that is that a deep state, Kelly? Yeah, oh, it is. You're, you're it going is. down the conspiracy hole I, with us. I am. Come on, the water is nice and warm. I just think that it would really benefit the government to know how far they could push people to you know, challenge their own memory if you took away everything they know that existed. So if they take away all the photos of Richard Simmons, you know, with a headband, then, you know, 
it would just really benefit the government to see how far they could push people. And what I'm scared is that we're the last generation that's going to push back. Oh my God, you are. Now you We would be the last generation that would know he would have a headband. This is right. crazy. Okay. Crazy can, stuff. Do you have the Ed McMahon video now too, Joe? I do. Uh, okay. I had to put it in a different way so it might zoom in and look weird. All right, let's check that's out. That's fine. Did you need to set up Ed or can we watch another you, one of you your videos? You could just watch Ed and it'll explain. Gen X doesn't listen to authority. Gen X has trust issues. Damn straight we do. Let me give you the best example. If you were a kid in Gen X, your mom got envelopes delivered to her house every week. It was called the Publishers Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. And if you won, Ed McMahon came to your house with balloons and a big check and gave you a bunch of money. And now everyone in the world is trying to tell us that that never happened. Take a little scroll on Google and here are the headlines you will find. There is no evidence that McMahon ever worked for Publishers Clearinghouse. Ed McMahon's connection to Publishers Clearinghouse never happened. Did you know that the late Ed McMahon never worked for Publishers Clearinghouse? Our very own Dave Sayer is the OG big check guy. Over 40 years, I've personally awarded over 500 prizes. What? Oh my God. They're trying to make us look crazy. And it's starting to work. His yeah, that's BS. was on the envelopes. They were yellow. They're telling us it didn't happen and that he worked for some other generic ass company and never delivered checks for them either. We know the internet's been wiped of it. We're not crazy. You can think we are, but we're not. I'm gonna be an old lady in a nursing home rocking in the corner. Ed McMahon was on the prize patrol because <laughs> fucking happened. And you wonder why we have trust issues. Boom. Right I, there, Kelly, that was amazing. Do you remember that? Though? I do now that I watched the whole video. Ed McMahon did. Oh yeah. He was he on. He came to people's houses and brought you money. And my parents bought magazines because I wanted to be rich. And yeah. balloons. I remember the balloons. The balloons. It was called the Price yes. Patrol. Yeah. Um, and basically, they're saying no. It, that never ever happened. They're saying Ed did work for this other sweepstakes company, but he just made commercials for them. He never delivered big checks for them. He never did anything like that. And this is the hill that I'm willing to die on because I, <laughs> I know, I know that the. Those envelopes came every week with his face on it. I yes. remember helping mm -hmm. my mom fill them out. I'm with you. And then not the the big thing you cannot explain because you know maybe they can erase all of their own stuff, but there are at least a minimum of ten pop culture shows, movies that reference that make jokes about Ed McMahon showing up to their house with a giant check for publishers clearing. Why house. do we want? Why is somebody wanting to erase Ed McMahon? The same thing. How far can we push people to believe something if we take away? any evidence of it ever existing. Either that or it's this other thing where we're living in like a, a, a double dimension, a, a, another time linear. So Richard Simmons is still alive. Has anybody asked him about this? Richard Simmons is missing. Richard Simmons. Richard, yeah, he is missing. He's he missing. is missing. Richard Simmons has not been I just, seen. I just watched something not too long ago about how he's making his life private and he doesn't want to, but he's missing? No. So Richard Simmons no, was- She was sarcastic oh, saying okay. that. No, he's missing. Oh, he's he really missing. He's, he's missing. No, he's, so he's, there's an entire podcast about it. So Richard Simmons was one of the most, you know, people persons in the world, right? He loved being around people. He loved helping people lose weight. And all of a sudden one day about, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago, he didn't show up to class. And there was a sign that said, hey, Richard's not going to be in today. And if he doesn't show up to class, that's a big deal. Right. Um, and I can't literally, I can't stress that that was the last time anybody saw him. He has not 
been he's not made appearances he's not spoken to anybody he's not done any weight loss you know advertisements there have been people camped out of his house trying to get photos of him fans have called the police who have gone and done wellness checks on him and they've they've said that he's well that's all that they can say they can't give any information but why would a man as vivacious and outgoing as him some people think that it's his like housekeeper or somebody like his best friend or whatever that's doing this. So a lot of people think that maybe he has, you know, got some form of dementia or something and that yes, his housekeeper is is basically keeping him in a household prison like not letting him leave the house. And then, you know, there's other theories out there that um you know, he transitioned to a woman or he gained all the weight back. I mean, there's all kinds of, of these crazy conspiracies because he just dropped off the face of the earth and never told anybody he was leaving. Talk about your generation, Gen X, 80s, mm-hmm. 90s. He was iconic in the 80s, as iconic as anyone. A- as iconic as anyone. And he wore a headband. <laughs> and he wore a freaking headband. Talking with Kelly Mano. Hey, by the way, how can everybody find you and your videos so all just, over the place? It's at Kelly Mano. Um, K. E-L-Y-M-A-N-N-O on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. You got a lot of hype on those two videos. You get tons. I mean, you get you know, hundreds of thousands yeah. of likes and millions of people following you. Um, those two videos did very well. Because we're right. Because <laughs> we're right. Because it's not a Mandela effect. They're lying. Like, I, you know, there's even videos online of... Everybody will go to this one video of Ed McMahon doing a commercial for that other generic company. They're American like, look. family. Yeah. They're like, look, even he said it. And I'm like, I don't care what you show me on Google. I know what I lived and I know what I saw and I know how advanced AI is and all these other things. <laughs> and it didn't happen. It I, didn't. I do remember the American family. However, I, I, he was a part of. Yep. I mean, it's possible he worked for both. That's that's my understanding. It even brought more notoriety to Johnny Carson's show. I mean, I even remember that. Yeah, because Johnny, you know, Ed McMahon was Johnny Carson's sidekick. And that's one of the moments I'm talking about where Johnny Carson comes out and he's doing the Letterman show. And he's like, sorry, my buddy, Ed McMahon couldn't be here, but he wanted to give you something. And he pulls out a giant check for David Letterman. And in the corner is this publisher's clearinghouse. <laughs> That's awesome. So why? Why would all of these shows reference something that happened that didn't happen? There's no way that many shows got it wrong. It was Aaron Brockovich, um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Friends, the Golden Girls. I mean, there are countless you know, jokes on movies and TV about, well, Ed McMahon's going to show up with a giant check for Publisher's Clearinghouse. Why would those jokes exist if it didn't happen? Why would hundreds and thousands of people dress up as Richard Simmons for Halloween wearing a headband if it didn't happen? Bingo. Maybe we need to get in touch with Ed's family sometime. You yeah, know, we need to call Ed. We need to call him. Well, his family. The other one... The, call so, him from the dead. There's, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of different Mandela effects. Those are the two big ones that that I'm you know willing to die for the third one that really bothers me is uh the Bernstein Bears so whenever I was growing up we had these books can you pop up that picture yeah we had these books I was ready for the Bernstein Bears I you when you brought up this whole subject we went and did some research too so we've got 
Mandela effect, so to yep. speak. And you're going to tell us about the Bernstein Bears. Well, so it was always the Bernstein Bears. It was like you know, S-T, like E-I-N was the end of it. Bernstein, of course. Yeah, and I yes. read those books like crazy. Well, now everything has been changed to the Bernstein Bears. And <clears throat> I went in my basement and tore it apart to find my Bernstein Bears books because I'm like, I'm going to find them and I'm going to prove it right. And when I pulled it out and they said Bernstein Bears, yep. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I literally had like a meltdown that is b-e-r-e-n and the correct way going forward is s-t-a-i-n the baron stain the baron stain bears and even the family has been interviewed and they they say no it's always been burns baron stain the the world's crazy (laughs) exactly probably getting paid a lot of money to say that (laughs) but they are too i have books that have the s-t-a-i-n E-I-N back at home and I taught preschool for many years you are not wrong it was S-T-E-I-N no it wasn't uh, with yes, Lizzie was. you're going to have to prove that you're going to have to bring yeah. those books in. I'm going to bring the books in next week <laughs> go ahead you're going to find them and they're going to pull them out and they're going to say Bernstein and you're, you're going right. to lose your mind because oh, there's so many yeah. people we've had people digging through their mom's old magazines to find mm-hmm. Ed McMahon stuff and they can't find it you know, it and oh. which makes me think, do you guys know what something is called CERN, C-E-R-N? What about mm-hmm. it? Okay, I, I, I tried to read about it and it made my, my brain hurt, so I, I stopped. Well, that's part of our Conspiracy Theory Friday shows, too. We but, get yeah, into that. We've done that. <laughs> a lot of people think that something happened that kind of created this alternate timeline. Uh-huh. But I can't even, I can't get past Back to the Future 2 because I get confused. <laughs> so I certainly cannot... Like my brain can't comprehend dual timelines. This well, we've got some other Mandela effects for you, Joe. If it's easier because you've got so much in front of you, just pop up whatever you want to produce. Just tell us, uh, pop one picture up, and we'll explain it, okay? Because you have like ten or fifteen of them. All right, so you've got this one up right now. All right, Jif or Jiffy. You know, uh, this is one that I'm kind of in the middle on um, because there was a peanut butter called Skippy. So I'm wondering if people are maybe kind of confusing that one. But You're a smart cookie. Yeah. You've always yeah. been smart. Yes. I, Skip, there was never Jiffy. Right. It was I, Jif- I seem to remember Skippy. Jiffy, though. I remember them, the, <laughs> at least in the commercials, they said something like, you know, so they, they at least said the word Jiffy. In, never in happened, word. Joe. No. It, there it, was they never said, like, Jiffy. It was like something be a Jif mom. And so that I just remember it being Jeff. Jeff. It's Jeff. And then, of course, Kelly Mano knew that it was Skippy. <laughs> so Skippy is now Jeff is still around. Yeah. Is Skippy? I have no idea. Skippy is still around. Okay. So it's Skippy yeah, and Skippy's Jeff. Skippy's around. But there was never Jiffy. All right, Joe, whatever you do, you can pop up again and we'll continue to go through them as we talk about them. There should be one up. Okay. Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes. This is another one I'm just not real passionate about. Um, it looks good to me both ways, you know, but some people are really passionate that it was always spelled with, you know, T-O-O-N-S. But it wasn't. Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S. However, uh, Looney Tunes with the two O's was, I guess, mischaracterized. People got confused when it came to Looney Tunes. Um, Joe, you just bring him up again. Just let us know. We'll see whatever. Okay. <laughs> Curious George. So I didn't want oh. 
I didn't watch Curious George. I was watching like He Man and stuff. So I, but of course you were. Apparently he he had a tail. It looks no, he didn't. But the but the photo of him with a tail. Looks it looks weird. normal, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, monkeys have tails. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those uh, books that I loved when I was a kid, and I yeah. cannot remember for the life of me. But he, either way, it looks looks. It, but yeah, monkeys have tails. It looks weird that he doesn't have a tail. Yeah. So Curious right. George did not. I repeat, did not have a tail, even though many people remember him having a tail. What are we moving to now, Big Joe? Oh, Oscar. Now, see, I I disagree with this one. I've al- <laughs> I've always known that it was Oscar Meyer with an A because I noticed that when I was younger, and it was always weird that it wasn't spelled like phonetically. So I don't I don't I don't jump on on the baloney one. Oscar Mayer is the correct one on the right hand side. It's M A E R. It's not Oscar Meyer. It's actually, and if you can, I, can you say Meyer? Because I've always said Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer Wiener. Yeah, my yep. baloney has a first name. It's B O L. Oh, crap. My B O L. B O L. My baloney has a first name. Gosh dang it. How did the song go, though? I can't remember. I'll figure it out. It'll pop in my head in the middle of the night tonight. It's O S C A R. Maybe that's what that's it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Oscar, yeah. But it's pronounced Oscar Meyer, but but it's spelled Mayer, apparently. M-A-Y-E-R. Mm-hmm. It is M-A-Y-E-R. And that's in the song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You want to sing it for us again? No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joe. Sing it again for us. Nah, Joe's busy. He's trying. We wanted it. Okay, somebody from our oh. chat line said this one. Fruit Loops for Lizzie and Kelly. Um it is with two O's, so they've always yeah. spelled it, and they've comboed the fruit and the loops with the four O's together. Fruit, F-R-O-O-T, not U-I-T. Fruit loops. Fruit loops on those boxes. Okay, this one I wasn't as passionate about. Kit Kat, I've never remembered a hyphen being in a Kit Kat. No, it looks kind of weird being in there. Like it, it doesn't it does go with weird. the font. So no, I agree. It does it doesn't go with the font. You're right. The Kit Kat without uh that. Lizzie, do you remember I mean did, I mean I guess you have to I don't remember the Kit-Kats. hyphen at all. Yeah. I, I feel like people are starting to stretch things a bit. You yes. know, it, it's like there's some main ones that I'm like, oh gosh, you know, I'm gonna die on this hill, but you know, Kit Kat, I just ate them. I don't remember. Before we get to our, oh, well, we'll do this one, and then before you go, I'll I'll tell you when to go to our next one. This is one Eric Johnson would always bring up on this show. Sex in the City, right? That's the name of it, right? Yeah, I didn't Sex even, in the City. I didn't even watch the show, and I know that it's called Sex in the City. We're all wrong. <sighs> Sex and the City. It just doesn't even sound right. No, it doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> sound right. Sex in the City. That gets... Joe, did that one get you? Absolutely. Sex in the City. It is not Sex in the City. Sex and the City. And now you know from that standpoint. And before you move on, uh, Robert from the chat line said uh, he thought you were onto something big time here, Kelly, because he said, yes, the Mandela effect is true. 12 realities and for each hour. Whoa. What the hell does that mean? Ex- I don't know. Expand your answer and expound upon that, Robert, please. 12 realities, one for each hour. My brain just exploded. I, like, Mine did too. <laughs> my, my brain cannot handle that much uh, information at once. I like, know. Why couldn't it be 60 realities, one each second or every, every minute? Now you're getting in Matrix-like type right. stuff. It could be every second. Do you want to go into milliseconds? Are we breaking that right, one down right. too? 
Okay, what's our next Mandela effect? Oh, Febreze. <laughs> it is not oh. it's not spelled like a breeze on the left hand side. Wow. It is spelled like it is on the right. That one got me as well because that left bottle looks right to me. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't look like the bottle that's right. So I agree. once again, Kelly right. on to one of these. Okay. <laughs> I never would have known. Cheese it's. Yeah, this one doesn't really move my meter either. I feel like it's always just been a cheese it. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember the Z being there. And I've and I've always called them Cheez-Its. Give me Cheez-Its. Right. I'll take some Cheez-Its. Right, because you want plural Cheez-Its. Right. Nobody you don't want one. Nobody wants one Cheez-It. <laughs> you don't want one Cheez-It. So. Give me Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Of course, it's Cheez-Its. Okay, where and is that's the difference in this one? Because I couldn't even find it. Okay, where we Joe, you're going so Okay, here's what it is. Can anybody figure out the difference? I see it. I see it. It is an Oreo double stuff. Well, uh -huh. stuff, two Fs, right? Right. No. The actual packaging only has one F. But we know it as Oreo double stuff. Yeah, two we Fs. Do. Why would they spell it incorrectly? <laughs> Why? What would be the purpose of that? It's not... Yeah. As I like to say, to totally truck with us. Okay? Oh, my God. Totally truck with us. They want to sure. F with us. F uck. And, the, okay, so, Joe, you went to... This is the one out of every one that we have that I was like, there is no way in hell CP3O has a silver leg. From his right knee down, he's silver. And he, he has never been all gold. Well, I did not know that. <gasps> so you always knew he had a silver leg. I didn't. You did? Okay, I no. didn't either. This hell is, no. I'm not even a big Star Wars person. And this one, like I had the C3PO like figurine or my brother did. It didn't have a silver leg. He's all gold. He never had in that, the little action figures. He did not have a silver leg. I grew Apparently up. Apparently they did though. The action figures? Yeah. Yes. I don't remember them. And if you go back and watch the movie, his leg will be silver now. There's, oh, for crying out loud. Oh, crap. Now I got to go watch that. Yeah, <laughs> That's too. good stuff. And, and, and this is why, this is why it makes people so mad because it's like, no, look I'm, at that though. It doesn't even look right. Not even a little bit, because it's not no, it that we're remembering it's wrong. It's that people have changed it. I know what I saw. I know C three PO was all gold. Yeah, I know. Well, they're definitely picking on Star Wars because we have another one. Okay. Oh, what's our next one, Joe? Oh, this one. Oh. I don't have a video though. This, this is, is just a graphic. I know, but this is really good. Okay, of course. This is arguable. Okay, I see it, Luke. I'm I your am your father. father. Well, you know what. This is arguably one of the most iconic movie lines of all time, Absolutely. right? Mm -hmm. Darth Vader never said Luke. He only said, I am your father. He never said Luke. And I that is, that, that hits me because okay. Luke. I am your father. It's not Luke. He never says Luke, but we know that as Luke. Yeah. How does that make you feel, Kelly? Does that screw with that, you too? Again, I'm not a big Star Wars person, so I'm not as passionate about these, but I could see how other people are. Hell yes, mm -hmm. that is a bad yeah. one. There's there's another one with the band Queen. Oh, that's you know what? Oh, is that coming? Okay. No, can you pop up Freddie? He's in there too. I sent that one to you. Hold on. Yeah, we'll get to it. You We're can do the Star Wars. But the one Luke first. one, yeah. It, when he's but the one about if you're a Star Wars fan, that's one of the most, like I said, one yeah. of the most iconic. Names. I was just going to play a clip from oh, Star okay. Wars. Yeah, go with it. Star Wars Mandela effect. He told me you killed him. No. 
I am your father. That doesn't sound right. It that doesn't, doesn't sound right. I am your father. Your father. No Luke. So that oh. may screw with people as well. No Luke. Yeah. No Luke. No Luke. Okay. Uh, Freddie Mercury, you brought it up. Um, it's a good one. There's Freddie. Yep. And you see it right there. Of the world. Did you want to say it? You can say it. I- okay. Here it is. We are the champions. One of the most popular songs of all mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. He does not end that song by saying, of the world. That's why I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to sing no. it. <laughs> <laughs> he, en- <laughs> he ends by saying, we are we the champions. We are the champions. Dun, dun, dun. And then silence. Correct. Correct. Oh. He does not say of yeah. the world, but everybody right. thinks of the world. They go into that. Another Mandela effect that hits home. That At least one it does bothers with- me. That one does bother me a lot because, mm-hmm. you know. We all, I had like the cassette tape. It was like the double track. It went into like, we will rock you, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and it goes right into it. Yeah. And that's how we remember it. Yeah. I remember Queen. Oh, no time for losers because we are the champions of the world. That's what we think it says. But it's not. No. Of course, Americans probably put that on there. We're they the champions picked, of the world. I picked a video, but I think that uh, they took the audio away from it. For- oh, oh, there we go. Said it there. I get maybe what, I, what they're I'm saying confused. is the 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 version that we all download online um, is you know of the world. But again, with technology now, people can start stretching these Mandela effects and kind oh, of yeah. kind of lose the focus of like the the big main ones. Um, but you know, he clearly says it there. Do we have other ones, Joe? Do, uh, we have a couple more. Okay, let's. What else do you have? Mandela effects as we continue on this podcast on this free for all conspiracy theory Friday with Kelly Mano and Lizzie Sparks, of course. Oh, this is a good one. Silence of the Lambs. Did you ever see this movie, people? Lizzie? Yes, I saw this movie. Kelly? Like through yes. through like covered eyes. I don't like scary movies, yes. but I, I remember this one. Well, one of the most iconic quotes from this entire movie was when he says, hello, Clarice, right? Right. We remember that, right? Yeah. Well, no, we remembered wrong. He never said, Anthony Hopkins never says, hello, Clarice. What does he say? He only said, good morning. No. He never said, hello, Clarice. Really? But people always impersonated him the way he said that name, like Clarice. Makes me wonder if like, maybe a comedian did a bit or something that everybody's remembering instead. That could be. It could be, but never, hello, Clarice, only good morning. So it's like, oh, a bummer again. Yeah, this wasn't a movie that I watched over and over again, like the way I watched, you know, Sweat into the Oldies. Uh, but I, yeah, I remember him saying Clarice. Hello, Clarice. I know. <laughs> oh, this one, this one makes me mad. Okay, what's our next? Oh, there you go. You want, Why don't you, do you want to tell everybody? So, Mr. Rogers always saying, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Correct. Right? Correct. It's a beautiful yes. day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be neighbor? my neighbor? 
mm-hmm. they've they've changed it. What what does it say now? <laughs> they didn't change. Oh come it. on, we change it. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. This, no. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. This it's be a beautiful. Mine. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. He did not say that. It's always been in this neighborhood. Always this, not the. Oh, no. He never saying it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. He always said it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day in this neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Uh uh. No. Because it was Mr. Rogers. He could make it flow. I don't remember it being this long. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no! Yes! <laughs> Shut up. He said this. It's a neighborly day in this beautiful Shut up. It's all this. Would you be mine? You know what's funny? That's good, Joe. It's good they're, stuff, man. They're only picking people who are not here to defend themselves. <laughs> of course. That's right. They're all picking dead people. They're all picking dead people. And the that, deep state has now put, they have transposed words and videos on people that never existed, right? I mean, a, have you seen um, on TikTok the AI videos people can do now? I know. The fact that they've released it to social media for us to play with means that they've had it for 20 years. Yeah, probably. Sure You're probably right. Great point. How about this one? Do you know what this one is, Lizzie and uh, Kelly? Uh, Smokey Bear, bear. only you can put out forest fires. Smokey Bear, not Smokey the Bear. It is Smokey Bear. I always knew him as Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear, 100%. It's only Smokey Bear. It's only Smokey Bear. man. Not Smokey the Bear. My childhood is ruined. You know Lizzie, that, right? Lizzie, you seriously did not know that one? No, I didn't. I thought I, didn't. I thought of all people you would have known that. No, because not- <laughs> we preschool people call it Smokey the Bear. Oh, my God. That's ruining that, my life today. Yep, Smokey Bear. Okay, here's another one, guys. Uh, Tom Hanks, of course, Forrest Gump movie. One of the most popular quotes from the movie is, Life is like a box, box of, of chocolates. chocolates, right? Right. You never know what you're going to get. Life is like a box of chocolates. That's not what he said in the movie, people. Shut up. Oh, come on. Forrest Gump. <clears throat> Tom Hanks did not say life is like a box of chocolates. He said life was like a box of chocolates because he was speaking oh. to a woman sitting next to him. He said life was like a box of chocolates, not life is like a box of chocolates. That makes no sense because he, he, why would he talk in past tense if he wasn't it do, dead? It doesn't make sense. No, because he was talking to a woman about his past life. His past life? No, he was on the bench. No, but I thought he was talking to a woman that was sitting right next to him. So he's like, you know, life was like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And he, life oh, my was. mama said, mama said, mama my always life, said, mama said. <laughs> life was not life is. So it's, he never said life is like a box of chocolates. Another interesting Mandela effect for us this morning. You're going to have to go home and take a nap or have a drink, Kelly. Oh, no, don't mess with my Snow White. Yeah, now. we're messing with your Snow White oh, right wait. now. Oh, so. it's my fave. Here you go. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Of course, that was in Snow White, right? Mirror, mirror yeah. on, the wall. on the wall. Who's the Who fairest? Of them all. You heard that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know where you heard it, but that never took place in Snow White. Oh, my God. 
that quote what? was never used in Snow White. As a matter of fact, everybody thinks it was. We all think it was used, but it was not used that. As a matter of fact, the Wicked Queen says, quote, magic mirror on the wall. No, she doesn't. It's Michael's. Magic mirror on the wall. No, she doesn't. Is what the Wicked Queen says, not mirror, mirror on the wall. Yep, your childhood has been ruined, Lizzie and Kelly. Yeah, you ruined it. You ruined my whole life. And I am sorry. I repeat, sorry. But isn't that a crazy Mandela effect? That one, yes. That one definitely is the the Snow White one because I mean yeah. we've all mirror mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Not magic yeah. mirror. Oh, here it is. Oh, you found that one too quick, Joe. Slave in the magic mirror, come from the farthest space. Through wind and darkness, I summon thee. Speak. Let me see thy face. What wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest one of all? Okay, bum, but you know bum, what? Bum. Disney changed it. That I do know because who, who wasn't it? The Grimm's brothers. The Grimm's brothers said "mirror, mirror on the wall," and then Disney took it and made it "magic mirror." But the original Snow White was a Grimm's tale. Was a Grimm's fairy tale. Wait, so you're I, saying the book. that? Yeah. How much are you gonna bet on that, Lizzie? I. Well, I I watched it as a kid, and it's a Grimm's fairy tale. And then Disney took it and changed it. I'll find it. I'll find I, it. I mean, that's possible. Like, I completely believe that some of these are are incorrect or was done as a comedian. And, and it is Disney. And, yeah, that's Disney. And that we're remembering it, you know, incorrectly. But... You know, for them to say with the Richard Simmons thing, it's not like, oh, yeah, he wore a headband a few times and you guys are remembering it wrong. Yep. They're saying he never, ever, one time in his entire life wore a headband. Yeah, that Richard Simmons one, out of all of the Mandela effects, that one gets me. That's probably why you've had so much play on it, too. Yeah. But do, see, but you have younger, I mean, you don't have just Gen X that's following you and liking your stuff. Right. I've got the younger kids too, but it, it's the younger kids that send me the videos and say, see, look, I told he you. He didn't wear a headband. Right. And it wasn't red, of course. I'm like, you can take your, your Google search and blow it out your butt because it's not <laughs> like... <laughs> I love it. Blow like, it out your butt, kids. I, I know how to use Google, people. Like, I'm perfectly capable of pulling up the same thing. You can sit there and believe it and be blindly stupid, but we know what happened because we physically lived it. It's like somebody saying, the sky is green. And you're like, no, it's not. It's blue. It's been blue my whole life. And then you go outside and you're like, holy crap, it's green. You know, it, like, we know that the sky is blue. I know Richard Simmons wore a headband. I know that Ed McMahon, Ed McMahon. was on Price Patrol. <laughs> you know, a lot of these little ones, I can I can give or take. The C-3PO one gets me, though. That It really does. I mean, that... It looks so stupid. So, it, it does. It looks... But he was but he was kind of built to, from a, a pile of rubble. Was he? That's what I thought. I, look, when as soon as I got the job of the hut, I was scared and did not watch any further. Oh, my God. That thing was the, disgusting. Hey, by the way, uh, before we left out here today, we were told today by the man who joined us for Antarctica on our conspiracy theory, Free For All Friday show. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, stay away from the Rock Hill. 
in Fra- <laughs> in, in the Francis Health School District in the St. Louis, Missouri area in St. Charles County. And I bring that up because, you know, that was a second home to you. Did he really say that? Yes, he did. I, I intentionally brought it up because of you, knowing that you would be here today. And he's like, uh, in his Green Beret Army voice, former homicide detective, uh, yeah, people need to stay way far away from the Rock Hill. No, it well, so the, the kids call it the Rock Pile. So my my kids go to the school there, and it's literally <laughs> next door to the school. And the kids call it the Rock Pile. So they're like, "Hey, meet me at the Rock Pile after school." Um, I was literally just there a week ago because they've got these big steps you can you know work out, go up and down. And when you get to the top, it's really pretty. They've got benches you can sit on and you can watch the sunset. It's and it, glowing. The view it, is great. Y'all gonna glow. Yeah. You're all gonna start glowing. I mean, they encourage, like we've done senior pictures on that. My kids did a TikTok on top of the rock pile. I took the, I took the video. <laughs> what was the TikTok about? It was just singing and dancing, but we just did it on top of the rock pile. And it, yeah, it just... It's really weird how unbothered I am by serious issues, you know, like, (laughs) you know, I just feel like we're all going to get cancer anyway. And like all the the bad stuff I did growing up that like, if I didn't die through any of those, like the rock pile is not going to get me. But you grew up in the area, right? Well, I live there now. I live two minutes from it. My kids go to school there. (laughs) My kids are on that rock pile all the time. And so I, I don't see any danger in it, but... Did you know that there's a city underneath, right near there? It's not a city. It's a pile of old uranium, right? Well, no. We're ta- there was, we were told today mm-hmm. by our guest, uh, John J.R. Moore, the Liberty Man, that there were hundreds of rooms that were built so that hundreds of families could live yes. under there because if... If something happened to us right around the time of the Manhattan Project in the mid 40s, early 40s, that it was being built there and it all came out right about the time that we have the Oppenheimer movie on. He brought up a good point because, you know, that big water tower that's right there has been there for years. Yeah. What was it feeding? There's no like little towns or anything around there to to justify having that big of a water tower sitting right there. And now you can't look at it the same way, Kelly, when you drive by. uh, And and Kelly, I'm going to blow your mind because in (laughs) Weldon Spring, there's an area called Weldon Spring Heights where the officers lived. And then in St. Charles City, there was Powell Terrace where like the privates all lived. And from there, all all the way down, there's tunnels underneath the ground. They all so Weldon Spring Heights is is really close to the rock pile, and they yes. also just beyond that August Bush Wildlife. They have all of these old bomb shelters, and Correct. they were either they're underground and they're either bomb shelters or a place where they stored their artillery and things like that. Mm-hmm. And me and my son got in one. There was a door open one Ooh. time, and I was like, "Let's go in the bomb shelter." Oh shit! It, it was really <laughs> freaky. It was. I bet. I forgot. I dropped the ball on something else, guys. So I'm like, what? oh shit, Vic forgot. Leave it to you, Greg, to call me out from the chat line. He said, "Did you guys find the video God. of Kelly <laughs> in her cheer outfit? Oh, we from got Granite to City High School. I failed." I am yeah. sorry. I didn't even know. Does it still exist? It does. You know what? I tried to go find it. I think maybe it's on my Instagram and not my TikTok. I don't know why I would have taken it down, though. Can you do me a favor? Can you please send it to me? I can send it to you. And when you're back in two weeks? I can send it to you. I can also send you the photo of me drunk in my palm uniform at my 20th high school reunion. Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> because yes. I, so I, 
I don't drink, okay? For, oh my god! Because when I do drink, it, like it, it's not pretty. It's not fun. Um, I was at my twentieth high school reunion and got drunk. And in the middle of being drunk, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I went out to my car and put on my palm uniform? Because I had it in the car because I thought it'd be funny to show people. Yeah, get, of course. You know, I stole it from the school. So I'm like, I'm gonna go put it on. So I go out the parking lot, and it's like nine million degrees because it's August and it's nighttime and I'm putting this sucker on and it is all polyester and it, it is it is not fitting me right and I'm like that's it I don't care I'm gonna go in there anyway so I go back in my 23 union and like it was like the polyester suck all the alcohol out of me and I was instantly sober and I was like what am I doing and I yeah I came like flying in my 23 union like dancing in my palm outfit and then was so embarrassed that I had it on because it, it didn't zip it, like, it, 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 it was very messy so I was like I'm just gonna get more drunk and not worry about it and so the night ended with me like falling asleep on a parking curb 40 years old in my palm <laughs> <laughs> I love it and I, I love it okay well here's the thing we got to you've got to help me find that picture yeah. And your your day, your special day where you were celebrated at Granite City High School. And yes. we'll get it. And of course, leave it to Greg, who would remind us. Yes. So, Greg, you have to wait two weeks. We've got, we at this point, we've got Kelly coming in every other Friday. You're super popular. People love you. Mm -hmm. You're fun. Um, you know, we're serious around here Monday through Friday. And on Fridays, we let it you loose. loosen up. Hell yes. yes. We have to. Good. Got to. Because the world's going to hell. Yeah. Well, I told you. In a handbasket. I told Vic he needs to loosen up and I'll take him to the rock pile. I'll I give know. him a whole tour. I, yes. I know. I'll give him How a about this, tour. Kelly? I don't drink much either because it's not pretty. Yeah. How about you and I go out there with a six pack of Coors Light <laughs> on the pile in our uniforms? I'll wear my track uniform. You wear your palm uniform. That's and perfect. We'll drink. And it'll be fun. Well, We're I know Lizzie won't be bringing her Bud Light, so. No, no Bud Light. It'll be no Bud Light. It'll be my wine coolers or Coors Light or, yeah. you know, something I, else. I just no live my life completely unbothered by anything serious or anything anyone tells me. Like, I don't know how you guys re reacted to, like, the alien news or whatever a week ago. I was like, if look. We talked about that today, too. If there's a spaceship, <laughs> if there's a spaceship in my front yard, my ass is calling shotgun and I'm getting the hell out of here. Like, uh, I think space follows you. It doesn't even phase me. When they said there's going to be aliens um, or that they, they proved there was aliens, I literally could not give a shit. Well, Kelly Mano, Good. you rock. We love it when you come in studio. Thank you again for giving us an hour of your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for letting me rant about Ed McMahon and Richard Simmons because we need to keep standing up against this because we're going to be <laughs> yes. we are going to be the last generation that doesn't just believe whatever's on the internet. Amen. I'm with you, Kelly. I'm Amen, with you, sister. Uh, Lizzie, we'll look forward to having you back in studio Monday, right? Yes, I will be in studio on Monday instead of this the janky flag and the janky all of it. I love that it'll, word. It'll be better. <laughs> you, ever, you should do a video with janky. Janky, That's my yeah, favorite I love word. that word. That's janky. a great word. Yes, <laughs> janky's my favorite word. Janky, janky. Uh, for Pro Joe and Lizzie, I'm Vic Faust. Special thanks. And once again, people can find you all over if they're not. I know half the world follows you already, <laughs> yeah, but just in do. case if there's somebody, how can they find you? It's at Kelly Mano. Easy enough. All over TikTok, Instagram, yep. Facebook. What else is there? Those are the main three I use. I mean, like, I, I have a YouTube and I have a Twitter, but I don't repost my content. I'm trying to say anonymous somewhere. What are your plans for the weekend? 
Is it the weekend already? Yeah, it's the weekend. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, no, I because pro- I know because <laughs> if you're going to be out and about, you know you're going to get recognized. <laughs> Yeah, I will probably be in my house eating cookie dough and watching murder shows. That's like every weekend for me. So <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, everybody, thanks for making this a great free-for-all Conspiracy Theory Friday. It is CancelThisCancelThisShow.com. Once again, Jim Eady, a pork podcaster, explaining what the hell is going on when it comes. All right, we're out. <laughs>